Next is main trends in post-war British drama. Uh, the two decades after the end of Second World War uh, was an exciting period in British drama. British theatre became intimately aware of uh, what was happening in Europe, particularly uh, the work of two dramatists, Beckett and Brescia, and this awareness was a significant factor in the exploration of the ways of creating poetry of theatre. Beckett's Waiting for Godot puzzled everyone but became a fashion, the theatre of the absurd. Brush was a German Marxist and created the drama of commitment. It was the theatre of commitment that became the angry theatre in England. The influence worked slowly but surely. Uh, the new dramatists had at their disposal a new institution called the English Stage Society. The new idea behind it being that the writers must run the theatre in opposition to the commercial theatre. A new play called Look Back in Anger caught the mood of the moment and ushered in the new breed of actors suited to this kind of theatre. Three major dramatists Osborne, Wesker and Arden were supported by the new theatrical movement. All of them became writers through their acting careers. Osborne's Look Back in Anger in 1956 was first staged at the Royal Court Theatre in London and was seen as the harbinger of a revolution in British drama and established Osborne as the leader of the angry young man. Jimmy Potter, the hero of the play, uh, was prototype of the angry young man. Jimmy is a graduate of the Red Brick University and is married to a middle-class wife whom he persistently abuses. When she leaves him, she sets up home with her middle-class actress friend, subjected for exactly to the same treatment. The play ends with Jimmy and his wife reconciled. The impact the play made was the result of the trades against the complacency of the English establishment. Osborne's later plays were not equally effective. Uh, the Entertainer in 1957 reflects uh, the death of Edwardian values. Luther 1961 is more a character study than a social thesis play. Inadmissible Evidence 1960 takes the solicitor hero through a draining process of self-discovery. Osborne's other plays include The Hold in Amsterdam 1968, Time Present, then West of Seuss, and a sense of detachment in 1972. Wesker wrote political plays. His didacticism was obvious. He put a great deal of working class material into his plays. The Kitchen, 1956, shows the working world in the metaphor of a kitchen, suggesting the people go violent and destructive when coped up. He wrote a trilogy on three kinds of socialism. Chicken Soup Bar with Barley, 1958, documents the ups and downs of a communist Jewish family whose personal disillusionments uh, reflect the national problems. Roots, in 1951, Nayan, tackled the problem of mass culture through the education of the working-class heroine who learns through suffering. The third play, I am talking about Jerusalem, 1968, was a parable. The final cry is that anyone who cares is a fool. His later plays include uh, The Very On and Golden City, 1965, The Four Caesar, 1965, The Wedding Feast, 
journalist in 1974. In the later plays, there is an evident falling off his dramatic talent. Arden's first play, All Fall Down, in 1955, was staged by Edinburgh students. Uh, Live Like Pigs in 1958 and Sergeant Musgrava Dance established him as the most elusive and original new playwright of the socially conscious renaissance of English drama. The final impression of his place is that he is against compromise and stability. He is lower not an, not an absurdist. His characters belong to social groups and his plays have recognizable plot. He remains the most prominent of the poetic dramatists of the 60s. Harold Pinder's contribution to the dramatic renaissance was different. His play Birthday Party in 1958 revealed a talent very different from Osborne's and he was influenced by Beckett and Anesco, the masters of absurd drama. In the play Stanley, an out-of-work pianist in a seaside boarding house, is mysteriously threatened and taken over by two intruders who present him with a Kafesque indictment of unexplained crimes. It is a curious mixture of almost actionless naturalism and vague symbolism. The dialogue is deadpan, colloquial, full of repetitions, building up a meaning. Dramatically, it was successful. It was followed by many critical and commercial successes, including The Caretaker in 1960, The Lover 1963, The Homecoming 1968, Old Times 1971, No Man's Land 1975, and Betrayal 1978. Pinder's gift for portraying the difficulties of communication and the many layers of meaning in language have created the word Pinteresque. His themes Nameless menace, erotic fantasy, obsession and jealousy, family hatred and mental disturbance are equally recognizable. Another dramatist who came into prominence in the 60s was Tom Stoppard. His 1966 play Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead attracted much attention. It places the Shakespearean characters in a new context as bewildered witnesses and predestined victims. The fact is serious and comic at once. The parody of the Shakespearean situation brings to light man's solitude and lack of mastery over his, his own life. This is reminiscent of Beckett's plays. The success of this play was followed by many witty and inventive plays which include Jumbles 1972, Travesties 1974, Dirty Linen 1976 and The Real Thing 1982. These play display metaphysical wit and a group of considerable ethical problems. Other post-war writers include Robert Bolt, The Man of All Season, then Behan, The Hostage, Delaney's A Taste of the Honey. So since the 1970s, contemporary and new contemporary history has become the chief flavor of London theatre. The stuff of theatre is now on the library shelf. David Pornall's Masterclass in 1983 is about Stalin's tyranny. Michael Hastings' Tom and Work 1985 is about T.L. Selyev's first tragic marriage. Several plays are about Soviet spies. 
This shift of interest to contemporary history is the result of readily available materials to work on and the public interest in real events. So indeed British theatre is in recent times has followed Shakespeare's advice to hold a mirror up to nature. So in a world avid to know himself, theatre has entered eagerly into the didactic spirit of its age and become a teacher.